next time. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Pandemic Effect, where we discuss the impact, adaptation, and the recovery from the coronavirus outbreak. And today, I have a very special guest with me. He is a man of great repute, a leading voice in talent management, events, and the music industry. He is the CEO of Edgemax Media, and a, a media, events, and artist management company in Abuja. They have hosted, partnered, and supported great events in Abuja, Lagos, and across Nigeria. And um, he and his team are currently working on some plans and events or projects to support artists in Nigeria post-pandemic. And I believe he will tell us a little more on that as we go on. Please welcome Fiamari M. Zoka. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Okay. So um, I want us to jump straight uh, right into the, your thoughts and feelings when the pandemic first hit Nigeria in regards to the economy, the related industries, and the general public. I thought it was a gimmick by, um, by the war powers to to kidnap economies and global companies, etc. But then the reality set on us that this was actually going to affect life as we know it on Earth. It was going to affect how businesses were going to run. It was going to also affect um, our day-to-day in and out. Because as it hit, you know, the government put on some stringent laws like no movement, you have to go to the market like three times in a week. And by doing that, companies have to shut down. I particularly do not work a nine-to-five job for anybody. I'm an employer of labor. Yeah. So we have to also look at our streams of income. And our income is much more, pra- is, is, is more, is much more practical compared to other companies where if you do not engage the public in physical, um, physical um, contact, or in physical um, activities, yeah. there would be no way that we would make money. Okay. So it was a time for us to reflect on how to maneuver our way through this situation because businesses without strong spines will go into extinction. True. And as it stands, it's already happening on a daily basis. Banks are firing their staff, yeah. shutting down branches. Private companies don't have the funds to sustain, yeah. so they are shutting down as well. Salaries are being cut down by 30, 40 percent. And then the price of food, commodities, and services are going up by the second. True. So it's really, really been a difficult moment as regards this pandemic. It's been very, very difficult. It's not been easy, but um, with the grace of God and um, the grace of reinvention. Yeah. Some of us have been able to think our ways through and hope that our theories will come into reality and will bear fruit. Okay. So yeah, that's basically how it's been, how we felt. Okay. So talking about um, the difficulty, now, how would you say, um, to what extent would you say this has affected artists and people in the music, music industry and events generally? Um, I would it is a potato potato situation. Okay. Um, How? Because for 
for events. Yeah. If you do not have people coming out in mass mm-hmm. for an event, yeah, then it is relatively a failure. True. The idea of events is to attract. Yeah. Our content is created live. So it is difficult knowing that social distancing has affected our craft, our area of expertise, our business yeah. as regards events. Um, you can even religion is affected. You can't go to the mosque, you can't go to the churches. So concerts, clubs, and other social um, environments have all been affected. They've all been shut down. Yeah. Okay. Now. Um... Yeah, but when it comes to, but for artists, but for artists. Artists have been, I think artists have been fortunate that their solution came to them 10, 15 years ago when streaming started. Okay. When um, social media took a big lift, yeah. they, they were able to, they were able to, um, some were able to get involved. People like Mr. Easy, for instance, yeah. that um, get millions and millions of streams. Yeah. I just got to hear um, a few hours ago that um, Joe Boy, has over 500 million streams. Wow. And, yeah, and this, and this is what artists are doing around the world. I mean, Latin America, they get billions of streams on their music. So outside the concert, people are actually making money off the internet, yeah. off digital marketing. So that is where they've been safe. So now it is your knowledge that determines your destination. If you do not have knowledge, as an artist, mm-hmm. about how to navigate to favor your music or your craft, yeah. then you will have a problem. But if you do have knowledge, I think you're in your cause because everybody now is listening, everybody's watching. Looking, talking about artists that are, um, that are streaming online, only very few artists are actually taking advantage of that and actually generating um, some level of revenue now. Um, because if you check, most a lot of artists are now reluctant about releasing content now because some of them are having difficulty in um, creating content because they don't have recording equipment. And some of them, they have limited content, so they are trying to... They don't know how long this is going to last. So they are trying to uh, keep the little contents they have so they don't exhaust it. And then if you look at... I spoke with a friend and he was saying the same thing that... He knows a, um, a friend who, um, who is an artist that is keeping his songs because he feels uh, he only gets to make money from the songs when he performs them. Because not a lot of artists are actually taking advantage of um, the streaming platform. Now, my question is, uh, from your experience, can, you, can there be an economy for our entertainers in this period? As I said, it's your level of it's your level of knowledge that determines how far you go. Okay. And, and I also know for a fact that entertainment can thrive because this is not from experience. This is from what is happening. This is practical. This is yeah. the now. Yeah. Look at what happened a few weeks ago with them, Teddy Riley and um, Babyface, when yeah. they hit half a million streams on um, Instagram Live. Yeah. Now, imagine if that was a monetized event and people paid to watch Babyface go head-to-head with um, Teddy Riley. Yeah. Say they paid 1,000 Naira each. Mm-hmm. 500,000 people. 
That's a lot that's, of money. Yeah, that is bigger than any amount of money any event can possibly make yeah. in real time. So, yes. that being said, the entertainment industry has now been put on its toes and it's called for evolution. Prior to, prior to now, I've been thinking with my team on how to engage people in the digital space that didn't want to come out for events. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of factors and a lot of courage for you to go for an event physically. Yeah. And we're looking at how we could um, bridge the gap of those who come for the event and those who don't come for the event. Yeah. And we're looking at incentives for those coming for the event. So it's not just that you come for an event and um, people who are at home get the same experience like you because television, real concerts, you are safer at home than at concerts. Yeah. So, that being said, um, there is an economy, possibly, for the survival of entertainment being events now. And it is now that you will know the weak ones from the strong ones. In the end, it's being innovative and, 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 and being... Um, and being Smart. That is yeah. how business thrives. Innovation and smartness. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So because I was talking to um the the founder and CEO of Hot New Afro, he um he recently okay. he's pro- he's promoting artists in Abuja. He was he for, according to him when he worked on it he um he was a little bit down with the. the pandemic and all of that but he decided to start promoting artists on his platforms and funnily he's grown over a thousand followers in less than a month just by engaging artists and pushing out their contents already existing content so personally i think it's uh, mainly about artists pushing themselves now in line with what you said um talking about um entertainment generally and events uh, I think we need to get to a point where we decide to start streaming events. So if we're able to stream events, there are people who would rather just sit at home, watch the um, stream the events and and enjoy themselves than coming out and all of that. And if you che- if you think of it, also streaming from home is um, cost effective for the audience. So I think these are measures we need to put in place. And this is something um, that artists can take in and benefit from. It's something that event organizers can take in and keep from. But now, another thing I want to ask you is, um, in regards to monetizing events, you talked about the Instagram Live. Now, even if these artists go on Instagram Live, they can't make money from it. So how do you recommend, how do you think they can monetize and generate money from their contents, even in this time and moving forward? Okay, um, as it stands now, yeah, um, my team and I are working on something that um, people get to subscribe to watch certain performances okay. for a fee. Okay. So all you do is just put in your card or you buy airtime, and then it's deducted from your, from your airtime or from your card. Okay. That is what we're working on currently. 
as I said, nobody expected a pandemic. It hit us unexpectedly. It hit us below the belt, yeah. <laughs> if I'm to say so. <laughs> and and as it hit us like this. We've had only about six to eight weeks to think of ways to evolve, to, 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 to adapt, to yeah. evolve, yes. So as I was saying, if that had happened, then yes. Um, I was on a meeting um, a few days ago um, via Zoom, okay. and and um, one of the curators was talking about um, somebody doing a live show and then putting their pay PayPal account for people to make donations okay. in support of their craft. Yeah, it is not bad, but it is not sustainable. Sure. It's it not generate income for live performances. Okay. So the way to go is regulate live streaming. By people paying fees to watch these performances. So it's like basically building a setup or a stage in your home or anywhere you want to that has good enough sound and then you do your lighting and then people pay to watch your performances. As it stands right now, the currency of the world is data, True. it's statistics. People are consuming at a higher amount that we were consuming when we were distracted with going out to shops, to restaurants, to events. Yeah. Every day, you are on your phone looking for news, looking for reports, looking for memes, looking for funny videos. You are just streaming and you are downloading. Yeah. Meaning that there's actually a huge market that we did not know till now. If I give it a name, I'll call it e-gold. We did not see this happen coming. But now that we are seeing and we are studying, we are also realizing that there are other ways of making money outside just concerts, outside just having concerts and people coming for your shoes. It's bigger than that. You made a comment about um, artists saying that they want to keep their music in their arsenal yeah. so that when the pandemic ends, they can release it. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes music goes up. Sometimes music goes obsolete. And the best time to announce yourself is now. Case study, Oxlade. Okay. Oxlade has hit over 3 million streams on Away alone. Okay. And I don't think she would have hit that number if the world was distracted and we had our activities going on and on here and there. Now we're all on radio, holding our mobile phones. As we hear a song with Shazam, it numbers. If any artist is being honest with himself or herself right now, they should check their numbers pre-coronavirus and now. now. Yeah. Because it's not over yet. You will see that there's a significant growth and there's more attention. So the my, my Instagram account... Pardon? So the best time to push out the content is now? The best time is now because as it stands right now, yeah. What the world has offered us by the coronavirus pandemic okay. is repositioning. Yeah. So who remains relevant during this period has a stronger chance of becoming the alpha rather than those who have to wait for corona to stop and start their businesses. Okay. Case study, Tori Lane. Yeah. Tori Lane started in quarantine radio. Yeah. And we thought that it was a joke. So it is now an MTV base, uh, an, an MTV 
um, um, contract. Okay. Yeah, because he engaged the people, he engaged the crowd, getting hundreds of thousands of streams on a daily basis or on whenever he chooses to go live. Yeah. Look at the versus now. People have been educated on the numbers, on, 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 on producers, on artists, who they had written songs for, who they had worked for, past and present. Bro, it is now. Yeah. Anybody who is not serious now and is waiting to bring out their music later, is not ready for the business, as far as I'm concerned. True. So, um, another thing I want to try now, um, so people listening, so basically they can follow, um, your keep up with you on your Instagram handle, the, the official Instagram handle that's Edge, um, Edge Max and NGR, and they can get updates. Yes. They can also reach out artists who have concerns on pushing their contents, they can also reach out to you on support and all of that, right? Yes. Okay, yes. awesome. So um one more thing is um another question I like to ask is if you had gotten some level of premonition um a couple of let's say three, six months before the pandemic actually hit Nigeria, what would you have done differently? <laughs> <laughs> I have to laugh because Okay. I have to laugh because um, there, there are a lot of things I would have done differently. That's the truth. Okay. A lot of things. I might not have been in Nigeria. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is one. Okay. Two, two, I might have rushed my website to be built okay. and, and the live stream being implemented. Okay. Yes, the monetized live streaming being implemented. Yeah. I would have started preparing artists for live shows yeah. already. Mm-hmm. And I would probably have kept my artists to release an album okay. this period or a tape this period. Okay. So but you're still working on the, you're still working on your artists and their contents for now, right? Yeah, my artist actually released a couple of songs a couple of days ago, okay. weeks ago. Okay. And um, he got a mention by Whiskey. Whiskey loved what he heard. Okay. So, yeah, so Whiskey also asked for his number and some other things, and they've been talking. That's so good. The song got to where, the song got to a good destination, at least. And then, and I, and I think two days ago, my friend Bizzle yeah. messaged me that um, DMW had jumped on my boy's music as well, that they love what they're hearing. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, so uh, he's working. My artist works. My, my artist has recorded over over five thousand songs. Hmm. Recorded five thousand songs. Wow. Be them completed or at least the chorus is there, the idea is there. It's been recorded over five thousand songs. So when artists tell me that they don't have enough music, if you don't have a minimum of one hundred songs, yeah. I don't think you're ready for the business. That's true. Okay, so now um, yeah. we talked about artists mainly. Now, um, one more thing. I want to understand, how, what would you say, how can events generally, even though we're talking about streaming, how can events evolve or get through this thing? Let's, because by the looks of things, we, I don't think there would be any events this year anymore. Because even if this whole thing dies down, people would be reluctant to come out for events. What is the future of events moving forward? Um, taking statistics from the, from 
the um, lockdown being um, taken down yesterday, yeah. at least some restrictions being re be removed, yeah. you could see that people were looking for people were looking for engagement. Yeah. A lot of people went out. A lot of traffic in town. So I really don't think that events will suffer. The question is when. Okay. The question is when will the pandemic actually end? That is the real question. Because I think people are looking for what to do. Like me, for instance, there are days when I just go into mild depression, thinking of what I would just do. There's no light in the house. I want to just drive out. I just look at the town, just wave at the street lights, and say hi to the grasses and the trees. But, brother, people really want to do stuff. Yeah. And it's not dependent on what you do. As I said, this period has been a time of reflection, reinvention, repositioning. Yeah. And a lot of people who are not ready will miss the plot. Um, what I've been doing, to be honest, for the past few weeks is I've been educating people on, on entertainment, on artistry, on events. I've been reading, I've been studying past pandemics and how people came out of those pandemics, what led to the revolutions that occurred over time, and also how we can continue into a better, um, a better world. Um, and it's really, really been interesting. I will not lie. But as I said, we've never experienced this before. So most of what we're saying now are in theory. It's not in reality just yet. I've, I've designed a couple of events, me and my team already. We have a couple of events on, on our yeah. minds. We're meant to do the Republic again. Um, but I know that we can't do Republic in June. We might do something else. And then if things work out, probably we would have our first event in October or September 20th. Um, September 30th, I think 30th, okay. yes. That's when we'll have our, our event, if all things work out. Okay. And it's now how you package it and then what you put in place that will give people the assurance that they are safe coming out in mass. Okay, so um main... the moment churches yeah. wait hold on, hold on. The moment churches start filling out, then event spaces will fill out. That's, that's true. Okay, um thank you so much for sharing with us. Um ladies and gentlemen, the CEO of Edgemax. Femari Zoka. Thank you for being on our show. And um, we have learned personally, I've learned a lot. And I, I believe a lot of our listeners have learned a lot um, from it. And please, artists are interested in uh, getting some level of support, advice, and all of that. Please reach out to Edmax um, at EdmaxNGR on Instagram and visit their website as well. And you would get the support you need. So um, please subscribe to our channel for more. Our next guest is going to be very interesting and has a lot to share with us. So ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Next time.